Hello there, podcast family. Welcome or welcome back to a new episode on the Scaling Season podcast. Today, we're going to discuss the three big sales funnel mistakes that you want to avoid if you actually want to accelerate your growth as a business owner. I am very excited about this episode because, you know, it's one of those things that barely anyone talks about, you know, funnel. Most people are focused on ads, on budget, on, you know, the backend systems, but most people actually kind of just disregard or just overlook you know how important uh their sales funnel is when it comes to the entire marketing strategy now we are I'm recording this on august 31st it's crazy to think that we are literally like one a four month um before the year ends so it's still possible for you to achieve your goal and i think having a really better understanding of your entire marketing strategy and seeing where the leaks are is really what's going to allow you to supercharge your income and your impact in the next four months of the years in all the in the last four months of the year and beyond and so this episode is really inspired by a conversation which i had recently with one of our clients that came on board in a place where she had been running ads she has been doing all the things you know posting content very consistently on social media a thought leader in her space and she came to us wanting to work with the agency and was like you know i had this funnel for a minute now it worked for a couple of years it was we were able to convert uh, you know prospect consistently but for some reason it just stopped working a couple of months ago and we really couldn't figure out you know what's wrong you know how to fix it and so having a deep dive into her funnel how it was structured and her back end i was able to identify what was going wrong and that's in, in her entire approach so i'm really going to share with you in this in, in this podcast three things that i see that are really common what i see what i, that I see happen over and over again out there in the market that can literally ensure your chances of getting a really good conversion rate on your on your sales uh, on your sales uh, funnel. Now, if you come across the podcast for the first time, I am Jolie Dematio. I'm a retired data scientist turned into agency owner. I run and own Dragon Consulting, that is a marketing agency that's really focalized in helping high ticket business owner, high ticket online coaches and course creator scale to multiple six figure per month profitably using social ad and system. So I've been around for about four years now and I'm really eager to share with you what I've learned over the past four years working with high ticket entrepreneurs, helping them get to the next level with their with their business. So let's dive straight into it. If it's the first time listening to the podcast, make sure to subscribe because I bring you hot and insightful episodes every single week. If you've been here for a minute, feel free to leave a review because it really helps the podcast when it comes to the ranking and all that good stuff. So now that's done, let's dive straight into it, right? Four mistakes that you might be making now, which might be hindering your chance of having amazing success or getting as many conversions as you could with your sales funnel. Now, the very first one is that I see happen so often is having copycat funnel, which means that you might, you know, funnel hack one of your competitors and see, oh, this thing is working for them. Let me just copy and paste or let me just like hack and just duplicate their funnel into my business. Now, this is definitely something that you, that you might not, that you don't want to do, especially if you don't, you have no clue how well that funnel is performing. And it's also tends to happen quite often if maybe you enroll into a, into a course or into a group coaching program where they have a section of the program called, you know, funnel, funnel building. And they're going to give you like some template of funnel. And maybe you have a in that, in that program, you have people selling different things at different price points, uh, at different, you know, to, to different audience. And so you might take a funnel that you think, okay, this was this has worked for someone in a different industry or whatever. You have no clue how well it converted. 
and you put it into, into your business, it, it completely flops. And so go, going using copycat funnel, the first of all, you kind of blend your your voice, your brand kind of blend into the, the marketing ecosystem there because then you start looking like everyone else. Like think about it, if someone is like, if you're in the course and you have like thousands of people that are in the same course going through and using the same funnel, guess what's going to happen? This, you kinda, you're, you're going to look like just everyone else, right? So you really want to avoid just using copycat funnel you want to, and you want to understand it instead. What what's the what's the what's the ultimate goal of my funnel? And sometimes the simpler the better. Most people sometimes overthink funnel building or overthink how or they focus so much on how how gorgeous or how many color on or how many you know button or what's the color of the button should be on the on the funnel that actually you know disregard how well that funnel is converting and if that funnel is actually if that funnel is actually designed to convert at a good level so what you want to do is really focus on okay what are what's the content of my, of my funnel what are the key elements that are required to be on my funnel to make it convert because it doesn't really matter if you have a template from someone making nine figure or you know multiple nine figure even if the content on the funnel is not aligned with what you want your target audience to, to do. And sometimes we'll look at the funnel and see okay, there are some core there are so there are some core elements that your funnel needs to have, like whether that's your landing page, your sales page, your checkout page. And if those elements are missing, guess what? You're going to see a low conversion rate. And so really having a clear understanding of, of okay, what's the goal of my of my funnel in the first place? What do I want people that land on the page to do once they get here? And secondly, what are some of the persuasive elements that I can add onto my funnel to ensure that it to make it unreasonable for my prospect not to convert after seeing my funnel? Some of those uh, element some of those persuasive elements can be a really compelling headline, a sub-headline that's curiosity-driven and that hand, handle the objections about the headline. Maybe a video of you, depending on which funnel you are pushing, uh, a text that educates the, the, the um, educate your positive or also sell them on why they need to take the, the next step. And when I say sell them on why they need to on why they need to take the next step. I don't necessarily mean sell them and get them to buy something. Even if you want someone to download your free lead magnet, you are still selling them on taking that action. So the content on your funnel has to kind of educate them, telling them why you are different, why they should choose you, and then what they stand to gain by taking the next step in your funnel, right? Something that's also really powerful is has been some testimonials. Social proof always works wonders well. So just build credibility and make sure that they actually feel like they can trust you when it comes to moving forward. So really, uh, and if maybe having a countdown timer, if you to add a bit more of urgency, if that's relevant for your offer, all of those things really help and a clear call to action button. And so instead of just going ahead and copying and pasting uh, someone else's funnel or just you know funnel hacking someone, you really want to understand, okay, what's my audience? What um. What is my audience being used to? What are they jaded by? Because you might be, you might have someone in your in your field that's like the big dog or the big, the big girl, but they might have a strategy that the, your audience doesn't like anymore. They are jaded by it. So having a new approach, a different approach, might actually catch, catch their attention. So the first mistake is just like copying pasting sales funnel with that without using your voice, without using your personality, without even having the persuasive element which are required for your funnel to convert. And I know sometimes and because I've been in the space for you know for a couple of years now working with agency, working with business owner, helping them scale, one thing which is very that comes uh that's always that always comes up is the fact that okay I've I've wanted to use my voice but the agency or my coach told me to use this word instead because they were more catchy or whatever. Something which I also want to emphasize here when it comes to 
using copycat funnel, you want to make sure that your your funnel is reflective of how you speak and how you will interact with your audience. Because if the funnel, if, if the voice on the funnel sounds dry and it doesn't sound like you, you might also see a lower lower conversion. So making sure that they say, that you have like a, a that you like you find the perfect uh, the perfect mix between having a funnel that's representative of your voice but that are, that is also designed for direct conversion for direct response uh, conversion and people that land on the website that's really the first thing and that's why sometimes working with an expert helps as long as you know what to look out for because you don't want to hire someone and pay them you know a couple of thousands of dollars for them to build something and you don't even know how to assess if what they've done was any good or not you know I've heard that so many times from people that says oh I've worked with this copywriter or I've worked with this sense on the builder and they put this thing together for me but you know that's what they did but you need to be able to kind of kind of coach and and critique whatever a, a contractor does for your business because you are at least now aware of what are the key elements to have in onto your funnel so that's the very first mistake that you want to avoid because it might lead to low conversion rate on your funnel the second one is not looking at data i see it happen so much i mean that's probably the biggest thing because as business owners sometimes we are in our creative space and we are just in the flow of creating you know our products our offer coaching our coaching clients and we don't want to go and do the boring work which is looking at data and understanding what are actually the leak in the funnel because sometimes you think oh this funnel is not converting is trash i'm just going to i'm just going to just change everything but if you actually took a deep dive and thought hold on let me see actually which part of the funnel is not working well is it the landing page is it the sales page is, is it my checkout page right because instead of sometimes it's not the whole funnel that's to blame, sometimes it's just one part of the funnel. So for instance, if you knew, if you actually, if once you look at data, you can say, okay, you know what? I've seen that I'm getting tons of traffic on my landing page. I have a good amount of those that actually go, go ahead and sign up and, and, you know, and download or opt in for my freebie or whatever. But I see and all, all out of those that actually are opt in, I see people actually start watching the content on my, whether that's my Evergreen webinar, whether that's my VSL, right? They start watching the content, but they, they say drop out after, after the first 25% of the video. They drop off and they just maybe leave. Or it might be like, okay, you know what? They actually consume like 75% of my VSL of my Evergreen webinar. But the next step, when maybe they go to the application page and they, they don't complete the application that they see drop off there, or when they go to the checkout page, they don't end up buying because whatever. So understanding specifically where you have drops uh, or drop off is really going to allow you to understand okay, which part of the funnel do I need to optimize and what I need to focus on right now. Because just because you're not getting results from your funnel doesn't mean that your funnel is completely has to completely be, be the move. I see it happen so often. So ask yourself, am I in, in I'm a KPIs holding for my opt-in page? Good. That's if that's good, then my opt-in page is amazing. Am I KPI holding for my retention rate on, on, my, on my videos on my on my sales page. How long is, is are people spending on my on my on my sales page? How deep are they scrolling down when as they are going through my landing page? Because you can install a tracker using Google Tag, which allows you to, to see how long people spend on your website or how deep they scroll when they are on your site. So those things are going to allow you, okay, how how compelling is my copy? If they scroll 25% or 50% of my percent of my on my sales page hold on maybe this maybe they i need to make my offer stronger a bit earlier so that i, I get get the attention if i just have a 25 percent retention rate on my on my video how do i make it more compelling so that i get i go from 25 percent retention rate to 50 percent retention rate and so and the same when they go on the checkout page why do they drop off uh, do, I, do, I, do i need to add a guarantee do i need to add some uh more uh 
you know, testimonials do I need to add like, to summarize what my offer gives them? And really by diving deep into every step of your funnel and then looking at data and saying, okay, this how this why I see the biggest drop is really going to allow you to have more control and more certainty around what's going on and what you need to change. You don't always need to just break everything and start everything from scratch or anew. You can do it step by step and actually understanding and, and also have more confidence because people tend to think, oh, Data is boring. Data is just like, I can't, I don't want to look at data, but actually data gives you confidence. It gives you certainty in terms of what, what the next step should be. And so when you have, and as, as, a, as a business owner, as a marketer that's looking to grow, data is your best friend because when you are in a scaling season, you need to be able to look at data and, and that data should actually inform your decisions. You don't want to make decisions based on feelings and emotion on, you know, there's a time and place to make a um, decision based on your intuition and based on, you know, how you feel and all that good stuff. But when it comes to actually scaling and actually looking at factually what's going on in the business, you need to make very logical and informed based data-driven decisions. So looking at the entire funnel and saying, okay, where, where's, where the biggest drop is going to be key to make it happen. And so which is going to lead me to the third biggest sales on the mistake that most, that almost every course creator, online coach, coaches make is to have too many steps, you know. Most business owners think, oh, in order for me to get someone to buy my 5K offer, I need to get them through, I need to sell them, you know, a $67 offer and then upsell them to a $97 membership and then sell them a, a, a you know, a, 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 ask them to download a PDF or to, or to buy my book for $15. And then I'm going to sell them my high ticket thing. So they have so many steps into their funnel and they think, okay, that's what's going to, to make me convert more, which couldn't be further from the truth, right? This strategy could have worked or this strategy actually used to work in 2015, 2016, when the book, you know, uh, from Russell Brunson came out, you know, um, expertsecret.com secrets, that was kind of the strategy of the value ladder where you were supposed to go and start with a low ticket offer and then slowly upsell your prospect through your value ladder, right? And so even though you might have mid-ticket offer and high-ticket offer on the back end, you don't need to have five, ten steps for someone to go from a stranger to becoming a high-paying client. That's not required anymore. And typically what we've seen is that the more steps you have in the process, the higher likely it is for you to have trouble because guess what? People are just, no, they're fed up. They, if someone wants to buy, if someone wants to move forward with you and they are really made aware of which pain point your offer solves and, and which transformation they are going to experience after working with you they do not need a five or eight step to get there the job of the marketing is to make your sales process easier and so if you find yourself having to do a lot of steps or if you have to find yourself having to do a lot of you know uh, hard work when it comes to selling purpose in terms of converting those hot leads into clients because your marketing is not doing a good job enough at informing them indoctrinating them into your offer and giving them the right belief and the right frame of mind before they go ahead and move forward to work, to work with you so what you want to do is think how do i want this business to look like and how much revenue do i actually want to make you'll be shocked at how many pieces on I've, I've spoken with that they were like oh i need to make an extra uh i need to make an, an extra uh 50k this month i want to scale to six figure i want to scale to multiple six figure per month and i'll tell them okay which then in terms of offers you to which one would you like us to focus on first and they were like oh Let's start with my $47 uh, masterclass and then see if they I, I can upset them. I was like, hold on, but if you if you have a 10K offer, why would you rather focus on selling the $97 or the $47 offer? It doesn't really make sense because ultimately 
it takes as much effort, it takes as, as much, you know, thought and strategy to sell a $47 offer as it does to, take, to, take, to sell a 5 or $10 offer, literally. So it's better once you're aware of what, what your goals are and what your capacity is. Because when I say capacity, it's because sometimes we have, we see influencers or we see people in our space selling those low ticket offers and we think, oh, I'm also going to sell a low ticket offer because it's easier to sell. But we neglect factors such as maybe the, how long they've been in the space, how big their audience is, how dialed in their backend system is, and even how how much team they have on, on, on hand. So if you want to have if you want to run a lean but scalable business, then there's something for you to be like, oh, I'm going to start by running this $47 offer because you're going to need a lot of volume to make end meet. You're going to need a fulfillment team in place for maybe for funds, for delivery, for all of those question but also there is no guarantee that you're going to be able to ascend those prospects from the 47 dollar price point to the, your 5k offer your 10k offer because guess what someone that comes to you someone that comes to you and buys something for 47 dollars sometimes they're in a very different time frame or different mind state of mind that someone that's willing to go ahead and buy something for 10, 5K, right? And so you need a months or sometimes even years of nurturing, of indoctrination, of education before those guys are ready to move forward to the next level. And so your life will have been, will have been so much easier if you if you thought, if you said, okay, I'm, you know what, I'm going to go for those high ticket clients, have a messaging that's going to attract them because I actually understand what they're looking for and what makes my offer unique. And so instead of having, having too many steps, which kind of lead to even more drop off into your entire sequence. Ask yourself, how do I want my business to run? How do I want my entire strategy to look like? And how can I make it happen? You don't need to sell a low ticket offer to get a high ticket client. It's not required. It's like literally high ticket clients are very informed, they're extremely, extremely intelligent. They make decisions using different criteria in terms of buying, uh, you know, buying motive. They have different buying motive than a low ticket, you know, lead. And so if you, if your goal is, I'm going to position myself as a, and achieve these goals, your funnel might actually be causing you to lose so much sell if it's not engineering in a way that makes sense. Because if your goal is to sell high ticket again, and you are, you know, looking and you're selling your offer with a 15 or a $70 price point, you are going to attract people that can only afford 17 because someone that actually wants to, someone that wants an entrepreneur that wants that wants a high level of coaching, of accountability, of mastermind, they are not even going to bother to buy your fifteen dollar thing or your forty seven dollar thing. You are going to repel them ultimately. So that's kind of and so make sure that your your there's a congruency between your funnel structure and your business goal is key as well. So there you have the three biggest self analysis that can lead you to. You know, losing in time, lose and investing a lot of resources and seeing just marginal results. And so if you avoid these three biggest, you know, mistakes, you are actually really well on your way to creating a successful and coaching business that, you know, with a messaging that resonates with your audience and drive conversion consistently. I mean, and whether we like it or not, your funnel is kind of the the way to generate or to to generate predictable and consistent revenue for your business. Your funnel, your sales process is like the best way for you to actually convert anyone that says, yes, I'm interested into, you know, into a lead. And so that's kind of what I want to share with you today in today's episode, you know, episode, I think we are now episode 20 or 21. And I'm super excited to, you know, for the podcast, for this podcast, because I'm always, my goal is to share with you what I've learned, what actually I see 
day in and day out in the trenches when it comes to selling, scaling this company and scaling my client businesses with the team. If you need support, if you need help when it comes to optimizing your funnel, helping making your making your ads perform better, make sure to reach out on Slack or I mean on Instagram at Jolie Matteo if you have. Also, any idea, feedback, uh, suggestion for the podcast, of course, I would love to hear from you. Reach out, you know, uh, or share this episode with someone that it can help. You know, we don't run any paid ads or, or any ad on this podcast whatsoever, but you will, I would love to get your support by sharing with the friends that it might potentially help. Thank you so much for listening. I value your attention. I value you being here and I will see you on the next episode. Until then, take care, keep on scaling for success and I will see you on the next one. Bye-bye.